Well, hello there. This is Robert, and this is another episode of Sketch and Release. And you should know that by now, because I've actually done a lot of these. A lot more than I maybe thought I would have done. If you're new to this podcast, if you're just checking this out, uh, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening. This isn't a how-to podcast. I don't teach you how to draw or how to like you know do cool art or whatever techniques and, and tools and all that. It's not what we do here. Uh, it's not that that's not important, but, uh, you know, I hope you know how to do that. And there's plenty of other people that are probably, you know, working on that anyway. Go check them out, I guess. But what we do here, what I talk about here is some lessons you might learn, some uh, experiences you might be able to take away a little bit of insight from that I've tried to take some insight from. Uh, just working in the creative field, working in different media uh, working with different types of teams and environments, um, and just basically seeing all kinds of stuff going on for, you know, the last 25 years I've been doing this. So, you know, the idea is, uh, maybe I'll impart some wisdom here. Maybe I'm just kind of rambling. I, you, that maybe that's up for you to decide. Okay. The important thing is, uh, we'll just get into some topics and we'll just see how it goes. You can see the video episodes of this podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash Robert Cortez. And that's where I'll be posting this. I'll be posting other episodes, uh, other content, some other things that I'm working on. You can just see other cool stuff there. I don't really post on social media, although I'm trying to do that here lately. I'm trying to be a little more into that because I'm realizing that I just, you know, I want to share stuff and Patreon is cool for what it is, but you know, not everybody's over there. Everybody's where they are. So sometimes you got to be where the people are if you want people to see your stuff. Here's something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I wasn't really sure how to uh, approach this because there's a bunch of different ways, but I want to talk about leadership. And the the fact that leadership is important to working with the team, obviously, and working with others. But it's important to... Um, it's important to you as a creator and the work that you're doing. And even in ways you may not realize, I think, you know, when you're working with others, leadership is important just from a workflow point of view, right? From a productivity point of view, it's like, it's good for someone to be able to lead the charge and make sure that things are getting done or things are being done correctly. But it's also important in terms of you being able to create, or even before that, to be able to envision and capture ideas and then create and produce good, interesting, you know, engaging work. And, you know, something that it occurred to me not too long ago, this is why the topic's kind of on this episode instead of an earlier one, is... Um, I hit a point where I had to think about what leadership means to me and, you know, who in my life has been uh, important in terms of leadership. So it, it's something that took me a long time, many, many years to really understand the importance of, but also who those kinds of people are. You know, I put it this way. Here's why I think a lot of people get confused about what leadership means and, who, and what a leader is or who a leader is. The people that seem like... Um, they should be leaders are often people in position of authority, right? Th sometimes those things do kind of align with each other, 
but not always. And it's important to remember, like, uh, you know, if, if we talk about even at the highest sense, like in terms of like government, right? The people who are leaders in government, they're not always there because they are good at leading. Sometimes they're there because they're good at appealing or they're good at charming or they're just good at managing what others expect. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But when you're in the position of being a leader, that's only half the job. Or sometimes that's not even the job. Sometimes the job isn't to just uh, tell people what they want to hear. It isn't just to tell people what to do. It's about telling people things that um, inspire them to act. And so I've worked for different people and different companies and different environments throughout, you know, like I said, 25 plus years. You know, the, the types of like the, the role model figures, right, that really have meant something to me. People like coaches and, and teachers and, and mentors, you know, uh, professional mentors and, and otherwise. But people who have um, an interest in seeing you succeed and seeing you do well and seeing you progress. But they're not necessarily people who um, can tell you what to do. I mean, they can guide you, they can teach you, um, engage with you, but they're not there to just tell you, you go do this or don't do that. You know, there are people that um, have more invested, they've got more skin in the game. So here's what I would say, like people who are in those positions that they really understand and use their role. Um I think they have a better, they have more impact on those around them and those that they're working with versus people who are only in a position of authority. You know, you think about it, right? So who's a better leader? A school teacher or a police officer? One is, a, a, one is in a position of authority. One is not. And... For me, as a young person, I didn't see a difference between the two. Like, you're just here to tell me what to do or tell me what not to do. And it was only later, much, much later, that I realized, no, one person is here just to tell me what to do and not to do. The other person is here to guide me, to teach me, to help me be a better person. And, you know, I think the good teachers, you see that. The good teachers that are out there, and I know you're out there, and I appreciate you and all you do, you know that you can make a difference in a young person's life or just anyone's life, really, and you use it responsibly and you use it carefully. The important thing is using that position of being a good leader, of being able to not just, you know, here, here's the way I kind of look at it, right? It's like, there are people who are good at managing and they're and supervising and, and so on. And there are people who are good at leading. And I think, you know, the metaphor I like to use is like push and pull, right? You know, there are people who will rely on their ability 
to push others to do something, right? And yes, you can certainly kind of push and, and point to something that needs to be done and tell somebody to go do something. Yes, that is totally, that's a legitimate strategy. On the other hand, you can be someone that pulls others along, that really, you know, gets their attention and brings, brings them with you to what needs to be done. And I think that in, in a very kind of basic way shows the difference between a manager and a leader, you know, between someone who is just good at just telling people what to do and someone who tells people what the, the goal is and lets them, empowers them, respects them enough to do what it takes to reach that goal. You know, anybody can be a manager. Anybody can do that. You know, I've seen people who kind of, uh, was it like fail upwards, right? They could just kind of inherit positions of leadership or power or whatever. And they, you know, become a person that has to then do that job of, of telling people what to do and what not to do, which way to go, turn left, turn right, whatever. I mean, that's how a lot of people get by. It's how a lot of businesses and a lot of industries, a lot of things get done that way. But, you know, anybody can do that. I, re I really believe anybody could do that. You give them enough time or you give them enough uh, instruction, they can do that. Versus someone who is a leader, someone who inspires, someone who, you know, charges uh, others to do something good or to just, you know, act on their behalf. Put it that way. Uh, I guess you could say you get dictators that way, too. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, ultimately, how it affects the people you work around, that's probably the more important thing. If you work with people and you see that they just have like sour faces, they got just, you know, raw attitudes, they got they got a lot of like distrust and disappointment and discouragement and all that. You know, you see like your 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 group, your your team, your your organization, whatever, it just feels like it's never really cohering is never really working together that could be it hey you, you need to maybe step back look in the mirror see what's going on meanwhile it's like if you're in a team that is really like man you're firing all cylinders you're really going you're reaching your goals you're you're excelling you're you're succeeding like in a real way not just like monetarily but like you're you're getting a real reward out of the things that you're doing i mean that's probably a good thing. And that's probably because you're leading the right way. You're leading by inspiring other people to do their best work. You're, you're breaking ground in a way in, in whatever it is you're, you're creating or you're doing. And so when it comes to working with others, leadership is important because it, it gets you to your goal, just the same as any other method, really. If you're trying to get to a goal, good leadership will get you there. Bad leadership probably will also get you there. But the difference is not only the quality of the work, but the quality of how people around you are going to be treated and how they're going to feel about their work. So that's always good to, you know, when I've worked with other teams and with people and, I, and I've been in that position of having to steer the, the, the ship and get us down the road, 
I really enjoy being able to collaborate and really be open and, and accept and and discuss ideas and you know what someone has a particular approach to doing something or, or a method. Uh, I'm always open to that, you know. But I, I know there have been times where I've had to get tight with people and say, "Hey, we're not doing that. We're going to do it this way." And it's not out of like uh, you know anger or it's not out of um, disrespect. But it's just like, oh, this is the way, we're, like, we're short on time or we're short on money or, you know, the window is closing, whatever it may be. So we just got to jump through the window. We can't, like, you know, take one step at a time. We can't, like, trying to decide what's the right angle. We just got to get through it. And so, you know, sometimes it just has to happen. You just have to push something. But I'd more often rather pull everybody you know, towards the goal. And I say pull in the sense of, uh, you know, you want to show them that if you can do it, if you're willing to stay there, they should be able to stay there. If they care enough, if they enjoy what they do enough. And if, if, if they do, you got the right people. If they don't, then maybe you don't have the right people. But that's in terms of working with others, right? That's in terms of working with a group or a team or a company or whatever it is. You know, if you're working on your own, I mean, how does leadership still factor into that? Like, what does that mean for, you know, how you do your work or your creative process and stuff like that? And yeah, leadership involves sometimes like the the whole notion is we're talking about working with others and leading others, but you can still lead on your own. Uh, you're not going to be leading people you're working with if you're working by yourself, but you are possibly put it this way you can still serve as a model or or a an example for the people around you like in whether it's in your community and your local scene or or whoever your team is it's like you can be the one that's like and people talk about you of like man you see how he does this stuff i don't know how he does it how does he work so fast how does he work so good you can be that person that leads in that way you know, you may not lead in terms of this team working on the same project, but, you know, you got your homies or whatever that they see your work and it makes them raise their game. And just like you might see somebody's work and be like, I, that guy's got it or she really knows how to do this fast or, or whatever it is. So you try to up your game and get there. And so that's a leader. And so, you know, you look at like people like that who can lead by example, not necessarily lead by you know direct uh, uh, engagement, but they can lead by example, and they can show you maybe a better way or a faster way or a different way, and so that's that's another form of leadership. That's another form of inspiration for um, you know people who are around you who who see what you're doing, recognize the quality, and recognize the the intent. You know, look at look at yourself and your role and and what you're doing in the same way. Yeah, you're not leading a group around you that you're working hand in hand with, but if if you're sharing your work with the world, even if you're just by yourself, if you're putting your work out there and you're doing a certain style or a certain approach or a certain just level of quality, people will see it and they will recognize it. And I, I like to think it will inspire someone. And maybe it will inspire someone to do something better than you. And that's okay. 
because it, 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 in the end, it benefits everybody. If you do something that really makes everybody else up their game, well, now you got to up your game. And so it's just a, you know, it's a, it's a good thing because ultimately you get better work out of it. And we all drive each other to do better work. Even this, like I'm doing this podcast and I'm trying to just do something that I think is, you know, something I would like. And, and I'm really doing the, the podcast I didn't think was out there. Now, it turns out there are plenty of other podcasts that do stuff like this, that talk about topics like this, that kind of have an approach like this. But I'm doing it my way because this is how I think it should be done. Now, maybe it's not the best way, but I'm trying it. And so, you know, honestly, I know there are other podcasts out there. I have never listened to them. I've listened to podcasts about creating other things, about doing other things in other media, uh, <laughs> whether it's writing a, a short film or a screenplay, whether it's, um, you know, doing photography and, and learning about uh, te techniques and, and camera equipment and stuff like that, uh, whether it's learning about music and, you know, writing music and, and recording music and engineering and stuff. I've listened to other things like that. I've never listened to really anything about visual arts and, and design as a whole. Um, largely because if it's an audio podcast, you're really kind of, you, you, there's not a lot you can really talk about because you need to see things. It's, it's hard to talk about a visual medium without seeing it. Right. But the other side of it is I don't know that talking about a visual medium in the sense of a technique or a style really helps because if you're a, a visual artist and you're creating something in your style and your specific approach, you may learn some things. You may pick up like some, some ideas about how to do something differently, but you're still most likely going to do it your way. Right? So that's why here I'm like, well, I want to try something different. I want to do something where I'm talking about experiences, about insights and about, you know, just, lessons that I've learned. And so maybe that's nothing new. Maybe that's just me, but I at least want to try. And, you know, look, even to that regard, like I'm really trying to do this for now because I think this is a good way to get some of these ideas out and be able to get some practice and, and learning the production and, and all of this stuff. And so that's where I'm going to take it for now, but who knows, maybe in the near future, we'll see something new. But meanwhile, Let's talk about this. Let's back to the subject here of leadership. And how do we how do we put a question together about this? What's the question we want to ask here? Uh, I mean, I think my question for you and really my question for myself is. When was the moment that I realized the difference between a real leader and someone who's just uh, managing a project? Does that make sense? You get what I'm saying, right? How about that? Maybe that's the question. For me, I'll put it this way. For me, I, this is a little tricky because I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into like naming names or whatever. But so every magazine, every magazine out there has an editor, right? An editor in chief, someone who kind of runs the show. They determine the voice of the magazine. They determine the style, the tone, the visual approach sometimes, um, everything about it. They really lead the ship. They really lead the charge there and make sure that every month, every issue, whatever it is kind of, you know, holds the line and, and 
stays consistent from issue to issue. Now, one of the first magazines I worked at had three different editors over the course of five or six years. And the first editor that I worked for was talented and easy to work with. I mean, really like a pleasure to work with. And yet didn't have a background in magazines from, from what I understand. So, you know, it really just became about the mechanics of it, of, uh, the mechanics of producing a printed piece every 30 days or so, every, every few weeks. And, you know, for me, coming from a design background and marketing and stuff, well, okay, I kind of got that. It's like a big, you know, 100-page brochure every month. That's a lot. But if you take it apart, like take take uh, the editorial aspect out of it and just focus on, well, okay, I'm just going to produce this printed piece every month. That's something you can do. But the difference between that and an editor I had later that really understood the more uh, editorial side of it and understood what it meant to convey things in a certain tone, in a certain voice, in a certain style versus someone who's just printing something every month. That difference was really, it was eye-opening for me. It's like, oh, wait, we're not just putting random things together. We're really building things. We're building a structure here that has a certain impact and it has to hit people in a certain way. And there's a real strategy to it. And there's a real art to how you construct one of these things every month. And so seeing the difference there, seeing the difference between someone who just knows the things that have to be done and does them versus the the other side of it, where it's someone who knows the things they want to say, but doesn't necessarily know what things need to be done. And that has to be worked out and it has to be, you know, built with the team's effort. Because look, it relies on the team doing their part, not just taking orders. It relies on the team knowing their jobs, having the skills and and having the experience to do the things that make the whole piece come together. So seeing that difference really opened my eyes. And it, it basically changed the way I see every job after that for me. You know, every job I've had since then I've pretty quickly been able to suss out like, okay, who's a real leader here and who's just, uh, you know, a manager. As it turns out, I've probably worked for more managers than leaders in my career. And, you know, I've tried to be that person that can inspire and, and energize and, and charge people up to get them to under, not just do something, but get them to understand why something has to be done and understand that they have to do their part to get it done and then to be able to go do it at their own pace or at their own, you know, in their own way. And, you know, I think more often than not, I've seen better results like that. And so that's why this is something that's very important to me. The difference between having a good team 
and having someone who is just doing what you tell them to do, it ultimately results in, it, it affects the results of your work. So here's what I would say. You have some thoughts on this. If you want to tell me about your experience with leadership and maybe you are in a position of leadership or maybe you're trying to reach a position of leadership and, and what does it take and what does it mean for the people around you, whether they work for you, work with you, or they're just, you know, in your circle. Let me know. Let, let's talk about this. I, I'm interested to know how different people see this. If you know someone else who's in the in the creative field and maybe they're in a position of leadership or they're struggling with this kind of thing and like how do they how do they really leverage what they do in a good way? Share this with them. Maybe they'll get something out of this. Maybe they'll just think I'm a rambling fool, but whatever. So go to Instagram.com slash Robert Cortez. You can go there. You can see uh, other projects. You can see other posts that I've done. Um, I'm trying to do a little more, post a little more again. I kind of really cut it back, post it to social media, but I'm going to try and do a little more. So we'll see some more stuff come out. Um, but in the meantime, 